Ah, who doesn't love a good list? The angriest fan bases in the National Football League. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone's having a great start to their Tuesday, great start to the week. Uh, a little cloudy outside here for me in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, you would think that the weather would be turning at this point uh, of the year, but it's not. Look cloudy, some rain in the forecast. We're not going to let that get our mood down here on the show because we are going to argue, we are going to talk about the angriest fan bases since free agency began. Now, I'm not a huge uh, believer in taking somebody else's list and then just kind of repurposing it for your own show. Now, I will tell you this list from gambling.com that talks about the angriest fan bases in the National Football League since free agency began. They just give you the raw data. They just give you the raw numbers. We are going to dive into maybe the reasons why these fans are angry and whether or not they should be angry. We're not going to go through all 32 teams. We're going to go through the top five angriest and then the top five least angry. So we'll, we'll go through the teams that have fan bases that are pretty positive right now and teams that have fan bases pretty negative right now because I think it's very fascinating. So the way that this is done here, and I have the graphic in front of me, uh, they have negative Facebook posts, negative Twitter posts, negative Reddit posts in terms of a percentage, and then it gives you an average level of negativity. And number one, the Minnesota Vikings at 20%, the Cincinnati Bengals at number two at 16.23%, the Baltimore Ravens at three at 13.63%, the Detroit Lions at four at 12.29%, and the Carolina Panthers in fifth at 12.23%. Now, there are some teams in here that feel not that surprising, right? I'm not surprised that since the start of free agency, Baltimore Ravens fans are pretty negative. They're pretty down. They're pretty upset about the way things are going with Lamar Jackson. They would like a resolution uh, to that situation. They believe they have a franchise quarterback. Now, listen, this is me speculating on where the negativity could be coming from or where the frustration could be coming from, but I think it's very easy to look at the Lamar Jackson situation and say, yeah, I'd be pretty, pretty negative too if I was a Baltimore Ravens fan about what are we doing here as a front office? What are we doing here as an organization? We're only putting the non-exclusive tag. We're letting Lamar potentially leave in free agency. We haven't been able to come to a long term deal we've been at this for a while it impacted the way that our season ended and it doesn't feel like there's any sense of finality to this just yet although for everybody's best interest Lamar the team the fan base this would get done sooner rather than later so yeah them being number three on this list you know what since the start of free agency I'm surprised they're not a little bit higher on this list the Carolina Panthers at number five now I'd be fascinated to see when this uh this this uh data was pulled right because I think after trading for the number one overall pick you might feel pretty positively about this team. You also have to feel pretty positively about where the team is going in in terms of the head coaching hire, the coaching staff that's been put together, the fact that they do have the number one overall pick. They get Adam Thielen in free agency. They're building something that you can believe in. This feels like some holdover negativity from the Matt Rule era, from still searching for that franchise quarterback, from still needing to, to get that guy in the building that can lead you over the top. They're trending in that direction, but it takes a while for some of that negativity to wear off, right? It takes a while for some of that to transition into optimism, into hope, into confidence in your team. You need some time. So over time, I think we'll see this team kind of slowly uh, go down this rest. Now, I got to tell you, Minnesota Vikings fans, uh, we need to have a conversation. What are you angry about? You had a team that won every miracle game they could have last season. You had a team that completely revitalized their offense with a first-year head coach. Kirk Cousins looked like the best version of himself. Yes, I know you lost a playoff game to the New York Giants, and yes, you haven't been able to break through, but my goodness, I think 
a whole bunch of other fan bases on this list would trade for the seasons that you've had in years past and would trade for the trajectory that you're on with Kevin O'Connell as your head coach, with the way that Kirk Cousins played last season. I think everybody would transition, would trade those spots, right? So for Minnesota being number one, I mean, a team like Houston, only number eight on this list, they haven't been good in a decade. Denver, you don't think Denver's negative after the way things went in Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson? They're only... 13th on this list Dallas Cowboys fans we know how they are they're only 12th on this list I mean I can go on and on about teams that have notoriously feverish fan bases that can get very hot and cold can get very uh, one end of the spectrum to the other in terms of we're going to be really angry then we're going to love our team then we're going to vault back to being angry on a moment's notice there are fan bases that should very easily be high up on this list the Washington Commanders only being 15th considering everything going on with their ownership and with, with the long-term direction of the team. Minnesota Vikings fans, you got to put some things into context. Cincinnati Bengals fans, I'm looking at you too here. 16.23 average level of negativity. You went to the Super Bowl a year ago. You were in the mix again. You cannot. Even ask the Kansas City Chiefs, ask Patrick Mahomes. You can't go to the Super Bowl every year. You don't win the Super Bowl every single year. It was only Mahomes' second. Kansas City, only their second Super Bowl in this, this era for them. It, it, you cannot be that great every single year. So if that's what your negativity is about, you've got the quarterback. You've got a dynamic wide receiver. You've got multiple good wide receivers. You've got a defense that you're building. Now, maybe since free agency, you're upset. Von Bell's gone. You're upset. Jesse Bates is gone. You're upset about maybe some moves here and there. That I could understand. But again, to be this negative, to be this negative on Reddit, to be this negative on Twitter, to be this negative on Facebook, man, we need to keep some context here. And then Detroit Lions fans. I mean, did you not listen to yesterday's show? Please, if you're a Detroit Lions fan and you're hearing these words for the first time, go back and listen to yesterday's show. The Detroit Lions, and this this research was done since free agency began, you are having one of the best off-seasons, if not the best off-season right now in football. You are signing guys to fill a need. You're creating maximum opportunity. You have five picks inside, or four picks inside the top 60, five inside the top 100. You came off a nine-win season. You have belief in the coach. You've got a good quarterback that can get you there. You have great infrastructure on the offense. What could what could we possibly be negative about? We signed David Montgomery. We signed Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. We've got all this draft capital. What could we? Po- are you that negative on Jared Goff? Are you not, are that negative on the coaching staff that won nine games a year ago? Again, context, folks, perspective, it all matters here. And so, again, not surprised at some of these when you consider the context, but the Lions, Bengals, Vikings being here in the top four, all three of those teams in the top four, we need to context here, folks, and that's what we we try to do here on this show. We take a story, we tell you the why, we give you some of the context behind it, I give you my thoughts. I mean, my my team, the New York Jets, are 23rd on this list in, in negativity. I got to tell you, that feels a little low. I've seen some negativity out there in my years of being a Jets fan. I'm just fascinated by this list. I'm fascinated by the data. And then we switch gears here and we look at the bottom five. So at 32, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 31, it's the Indianapolis Colts. At 30, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At 29, it's the San Francisco 49ers. And at 28, it's the New Orleans Saints. Again, somewhat of a mixed bag here in terms of the data that we've got. The Jacksonville Jaguars being a pretty happy fan base, being a not negative fan base at only 3.86%. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looked really good this year. Doug Peterson looked good in his first year as the head coach. You made it to the playoffs. You won the division. You know what? Things are great. You've got a window of opportunity here. There is this idea that you've um, started a long-term sustainable plan here, and it's not just a mixed bag of when you know Blake Bortles w- was there and sometimes they'd be good, sometimes they wouldn't. There's a sustainability to what is being built down there with Trevor Lawrence, with Doug Peterson. So you know what? 
I'm not surprised that Jax fans, you, most of them probably living in Jacksonville, Florida this time of year. Weather is probably nice. They're sitting back enjoying spring break, sipping a pina colada going, you know what? Things are pretty good if we're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan right now. We just won nine games a year ago. We won the division. We made it to the playoffs. We, we've we got a long road ahead here, and we've got a good opportunity here in the next couple of years to win our division and continue to be in the mix because we've got the quarterback. we got to feel pretty good. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, again, not surprised that they're in this. They just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yep, Tom's done. Tom's retired, and that forces them to kind of move in a different direction. But ultimately, again, I think Tampa Bay fans are being extremely realistic in where they're at uh, here in this life cycle, and they're still kind of living on the high uh, that was that Super Bowl. And again, can you blame them? They won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, uh, in one of the one of the great feats uh, in sports to win a Super Bowl, and you did it with Tom Brady. You did it with the greatest of all time. You, you can ride that momentum for a little bit. Now, the San Francisco 49ers are interesting. I could sit up here and I can make a case for them to be where they're at in this list because of the sustainability that Kyle Shanahan, doesn't matter who his quarterback is, doesn't matter how many injuries hit this team, they're always going to find a way to be in the mix and they're always going to find a way uh, to be in the playoffs and have a chance and potentially always be one game away from making it to the Super Bowl. And I could see that as, yeah, fans are pretty positive. They know John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they work well together. They know how to identify talent. They know how to coach talent. They've been dealt a bad hand the last couple of years with quarterback injuries, so they're kind of trending in the right direction in that regard. If they can figure that out, if they can get the right guy in the building and Trey Lance, if they can give him the runway and he can stay healthy, then they might be able to finally break through. So I could see you being really positive. But I could also see you looking at all of that information I just put in front of you and saying, yeah, but you know what? We're there every year, but we don't get, we don't break through because we have all these injuries, because we haven't figured out the quarterback situation, because, because X, because Y, because Z. So I could see it going both ways. Them being this low is a bit of a shock to me. makes me feel like there's more people in that bucket uh, of the positivity than obviously there are of the negativity, that they're looking at it with that glass-half-full optimism. Uh, but the Indianapolis Colts being 31st on this list is where I'd like to continue this conversation, folks. Because the Indianapolis Colts fired their coach this year. They are still searching for a franchise quarterback. They did the Matt Ryan thing. They did the Phillip Rivers thing. They did the Carson Wentz thing. I mean, they've gone down every single one of these uh, veteran quarterbacks via trade or via free agency that they could, and yet they're only here 31st on the list, 4.17% average level of negativity. I mean, again, I can only just look at the data that's presented with me, but that feels a little low. It feels as if there are people that are a little bit more um, downplaying the long-term stability that they have here. They've got a new coach. Maybe that's injecting some optimism into the mix, right? Maybe they feel like they're going to finally address the quarterback need in the draft because the comments from Jim Irsay, the comments from Chris Ballard, you you feel as if that's probably the direction that they're going to go in. So maybe that's giving you some confidence as well. Maybe you feel like the division is, while we just talked about Jacksonville, you still feel as if you have a chance if you can get the quarterback position right because you've got the running back, you got a pretty good defense. Again, again, this entire show is me speculating on these fan bases, but this would be where I could get to a place where we're not that we're not that negative. But uh, we're less negative than the Chicago Bears. We're less negative than both New York teams. We're less negative than the Chargers. We're less negative than the Packers. I mean, there are a bunch of fan bases. The Raiders? Raiders only being 14th on this list. I know we mentioned some teams earlier, but there are teams all over this list that feel like, from the public perception, I guess the way we feel from a, a national narrative perspective, you would feel like these fan bases would be a little bit more negative, but maybe 
you know, free agency, maybe this idea of bettering your team, maybe this idea of turning a page, turning a new leaf over, and maybe becoming a better version of yourself. Again, all 32 teams in contention right now, all 32 teams in the mix uh, to win a Super Bowl since we haven't started playing games yet, and we don't know what these teams look like uh, in their final form. So everybody, this is the same thing in baseball, right, in spring training. Everybody's got the same odds to win the World Series, right? Everyone's got the same chance right now uh, to win the World Series because everyone's 0-0 zero and zero right now. So maybe that maybe that's playing into this a little bit. Maybe that's why we have this perspective that we do, but I thought it was very fascinating. Again, I normally wouldn't take a list like this and turn it into a 12, 13, 14 minute show here, but I was just fascinated by the proportions here, was fascinated by the concentration of which teams were at the top, which teams find themselves in the more positive and maybe I'm missing something about some of these teams, but man, I look at it and I, I think some of these teams inside the top five that are most negative, I'm shocked that their fan bases would be negative because if I was in their shoes, there are a lot of things to be positive about. Again, for some of the teams that are at the bottom, I can understand why you're uh, as positive as you are. But again, in some other cases like the Colts uh, and maybe the Saints as well, I'm a little bit surprised that these teams found themselves uh, this slow on the list. So a bit of a different kind of show here today. Saw this list, thought it would be very fascinating to give you my take on it uh, as I saw it uh, floating around Twitter today here while I was doing some research for the show. So appreciate you making this show a part of your day. Again, rating, uh, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast. They are all huge helps. They all make this show uh, grow in the algorithm and, and get their uh, get, get its eyeballs and, and uh, ear holes on more people, right? So people can, can listen to the show. So we greatly appreciate you doing those three things because it helps uh, this show grow. And again, I hope to have some announcements here later in the week. We're just waiting on the, uh, the final approval on something that I think uh, will turn this show uh, up a notch and should be a lot of fun uh, for you guys. It could be some video involved. That's all I'll tease uh, right now. So appreciate you making this show a part of your day. Hope everyone has a great rest of their Tuesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.